Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Charlie Neal, uh, good morning and welcome back to Sports Radio 929. Morning, Charlie. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Greg. How's everyone? Man, that voice. See, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> See, they got yeah, you that, already, that right? band is like, it's like I want to hear Temptation song all of a sudden <laughs> when I hear him. Good morning, Charlie. Uh, so much to talk, to talk to you about. We say that with all due respect, yeah, too. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we because do, there man. are many people who just, when they say hello, it make you want to button up your shirt. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, it was wonderful. I appreciate I, it. Again, um, I have so many questions to ask you, and I, obviously we're going to talk mostly about HBCU, but think about when you started covering HBCU games to as we sit here in September of 2022 and the spotlight that is on these programs now. How does that make you feel? Oh, it's fantastic. You know, um, I feel at one point in time I was a part of that when BET started it back in 1980, and then it kind of tapered off when BET actually stopped doing uh, HBCU games, and uh, then ESPN started to pick them up again. But now, in the last few years, especially with Dion and his publicity, the publicity he's brought to the to the sport, uh, everybody wants to be a part and get on board and uh, showcase. Uh, historically black colleges and universities and you see what's happening I mean this past weekend just all, all of the games uh, NFL Network carries game yesterday you had ESPN2 you had the last weekend you had the MEAC SWAC Challenge uh, I mean the the proliferation and the exposure that these schools are getting is is second to none and it's 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 great Charlie it, it seems like there's this value HBCUs and HBCU athletics, you know, did it just show up? Or has the value always been there, just people weren't willing to appreciate it? Well, the value's always been there. I mean, you know, and and I say that because one of the things that I did earlier this month uh, at the Pro Football, I should say in August, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame induction ceremonies when they, they were inducting the new class of like Dick Vermeil and those people, uh, I was in Canton also. This is my third week in Canton, <laughs> Canton this, this, wow. uh, in the last month. Okay. Uh, somebody said I should move down here. But anyway, <laughs> um, at the, when they were having the weekend of the Pro Football Hall of Fame inductees, uh, I was brought in to host a panel discussion uh, on the contributions historically black colleges and universities have made to professional football. We had... Uh, Paul Tagbubu, the former commissioner, 
We had Mel Blunt. We had Willie Lanier. We had Doug Williams. We had Art Shell. You know, they were uh, Mel Blunt. They were, they were all on this panel that we did here at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So the value has been there. Uh, as you know, uh, this is not something I have to tell you. There was a time that uh, players of color that wanted to play, especially in the South, had no choice but to go to historically black colleges and universities. But that changed uh, over the years, and now students are getting a choice, uh, or have a choice, or they've had, they, it came to a point where they had a choice. But now what you're seeing are those same students, now they're not just looking at non-HBCUs. If you have a talent, just a perfect example is a young man, uh, Travis Hunter, that signed with Jackson State this year, and a number of other students who maybe have started at uh, at a um, historically white school and now have transferred from either from Auburn or Alabama or you know, Ohio State and are going to historically black colleges or universities because there's value there. You know, one of the things that uh, if you know anything about historically black colleges and universities, you're not just a number there. You know, they take you under their wing uh, and as more than just an athlete. You're a student athlete, and you're a human being, and they want to develop someone uh, because they know that you're going to be a human and a man or female, depending on what sport you're playing, a lot longer than you're going to be an athlete. So that development process has always been there that HBCUs. It's Charlie Neal joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com on this Labor Day. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. Uh, forgive me for not knowing your overall stance on this, but I did want to ask you, what are your thoughts on NILs? And and what was it before as far as what you felt players should get? Should they be getting paid? Well, you know, again, what your stance was and where we are right now again and seeing these, these athletes being able to make some money for themselves. Well, you know, for years uh, it was against NCAA rules and regulations for a student to receive a dime from anything. You know, you you know the young man or couldn't take his girlfriend out for to the movies on the weekend because if he didn't have any money. So I'm not uh, against it. I'm not against it in any way, shape, or form because uh, schools, universities, organizations have been uh, gaining exposure and money and and prominence off of the names of players over the years, not necessarily from historically black colleges. Uh, they've been coming from the Ohio States and the Alabamas and the Michigans and, you know, the UCLA's and Southern Cal's and Stanford's and things like that. So why shouldn't a young man get paid uh, for his likeness, for his image that's being used out there in a, in a commercial type of environment? Uh, I think that's very, very important. And now it is not only filtered, it's not at at the Power Five schools, it is filtered down to a number of HBCU schools. And, yes, I, I think it's a great thing. Fantastic. We're spending time talking with Charlie Neal on the WaitForIt.com hotline. Charlie, we, we talked a lot about Deion Sanders and and uh, in uh, and things with Jackson State. Your impressions of what happened yesterday uh, down in Miami and what does that mean for, the, for, for going forward? I, I think he's playing his way into some scheduling problems <laughs> myself, but – but thoughts about well, what you saw that he, team he's got to play those swag. He's got to play those swag schools. We know that, right? <laughs> now, you know, we know that's going to happen. Now, the the question is, you know, outside of the conference, and, and I was kidding Dion um, 
at this SWAC Media Day down in Birmingham when I looked at the homecoming playing Campbell University out of the Big South. I said, well, you know, you should be ashamed of yourself. He said, they got a good program. Well, after yesterday, we'll see <laughs> what happens. Uh, now, and, and again, uh, that could be an anomaly, what happened yesterday, uh, only because of the disorganization in the last two weeks for Florida A&M uh, with the issues they had with players being eligible. And it may have had a domino effect or carryover effect. Uh, let's hope not, and let's hope Florida A&M rebounds. I'll get a chance to see them this coming Saturday on our kickoff game on HBCU Go. We'll be in Tallahassee to call that game when they play Albany State. Now, Albany State's no no pushover. They won this past weekend, and they're a team that uh, is picked to, to win the SIC once again. So that's going to be very uh, a barometer, a, a measuring stick on what's happening with Florida A&M's program, if they can rebound from that. But, yes, I mean uh, – Jackson State looked like a machine yesterday. Yeah. And uh, Shadur Sanders, I think he only missed four passes the whole day, you know, threw for over 300 and some yards and five touchdowns or something like that. So he had a fantastic day. I mean, that that's what was, you know, everybody knew that Jackson State was going to be a powerhouse. They were picked to win the SWAC once again this year and, and represent the team, especially their division. Let's Let's put it that way you know, uh, and uh, possibly represent the team again in the Celebration Bowl at the end of the year. But uh, we'll see what happens, you know, going forward. Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember who's on their schedule for this week week coming up. But uh, they they have, you know, everybody's going to be gunning for you. You've got to remember that. This is a team that won it all last year and won it uh, in, in good fashion. You know, their only real hiccup that they had last season was the Celebration Bowl when they lost to uh, South Carolina State. Uh, and, and in that game against Florida and m last year, it was a one-point game, 7-6, and they came away victorious. So let's see what happens going down the road. Let's hope that was you – know, we'll see if that was a problem because of FAMU or if that Jackson State team is just that good. Yep, they got to face Eddie George and Tennessee State. That's coming up next with Charlie. I want to mention next week is the first weekend. You kick things off with HBCU Go. It's going to be carried here locally in Atlanta on CW69. And talk about and each and every week they're going to have HBCU football from the SWAC. And what does it mean to have this package together? I know Byron Allen is involved with this. And uh, how do you feel about so he's being – He's got a strong chess game. A strong chess he got game. a strong chess game, it's Byron tr- Allen. A strong chess Charlie, you need to sit down with him and play chess. Uh, he got deep pockets. You need to come visit <laughs> us. Uh, talk about being a part of a part of this. <laughs> Charlie, well, t- you know, it's 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 uh, you know after BET stopped uh, broadcasting uh, HBCU games, uh, one of the gentlemen who was the executive vice president of BET by the name of Curtis Simons, uh, he had a dream to put together this HBCU Go network. And a few years back, he started make, trying to make that become a reality. And of course, anytime you uh, are venturing into something new, especially something uh, of this magnitude, uh, finances is a very important part of what you're trying to do. And one of the things that was probably uh, uh, holding HBCU go back to a point was not being able to gain and, and, and capture the, the finances needed to put it over the top. Well, Byron Allen steps in with his organization 
and puts the dollars needed to make this happen into it. And that's why we're seeing it uh, going in, in the direction we're going. They have a, a long deal, long-term deal with the Southwestern Athletic Conference uh, for not only football. We, we're we're going to carry other sports as well, uh, including basketball. We're going to carry some spring sports. And that's what's been missing. Uh, we find that HBCUs, you know, everybody gets jumps on board with the, with basketball and football. But there are other sports. There's bowling. There's tennis. There's uh, track and field. There's uh, softball and baseball. So those are the things that also these conferences are looking to get exposure from. And we're, you know, we're right now concentrating football on the SWAC. But all four conferences are jumping. Uh, we're, we're trying to gather and, and make a part of this HBCU go uh, pro, uh, black college sports package. And so it's the IAA is going to be involved in it. New commissioner, Dr. Uh, uh, Hammond, uh, Hammond, what's Hammond, what, I'm trying to think of his name, uh, the new commissioner for the SIC, Anthony Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked to him and, um, and of course the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. So all four conferences are going to be a part of what we're doing uh, going forward. We just finished the show. I don't know if anybody got a chance to see it, but we had a one-hour, three-hour show that aired this past weekend that we we did here and taped at the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. We taped it this past Tuesday, and it aired Saturday, I believe, on your station there right. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it aired yesterday on a lot of digital networks. So we had a lot of people come in. They talked about it. We had Carl Francis from the Players Association. We had uh, Marcus Fitch from the Black College Football Hall of Fame. We had uh, uh, the uh, Adrian Allison from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, and also uh, the people from the NFL. Uh, we had Curtis Simons on. And then we had a chance to talk to a lot of people, who, including Byron Allen who was a part of the show to talk about his vision and what he hopes to accomplish going forward. Fantastic. Fantastic. Charlie, we, uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Busy man. I mean, yeah, man, but we know where your mail is being delivered in, in, in Canton, Ohio. All right. Now you just, been- <laughs> yeah, but I'm, in fact, I'm, I'm in about 20 minutes. I'm headed to the airport to try to go home for a day. <laughs> we'll enjoy your Labor Day, sir. We, <laughs> and, and don't stay away so long, man. We got to talk to you a lot more often. So, but uh, as always, well, we, anytime, just let me know, Sam, Greg, uh, just let me know. Um, and if we go through the season and anything you want to talk about or call me about, please make sure you do. And I'll be there for you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.